Hi newbies, Nurse Ruthie here and happy emergency nurse week. I want to thank everyone in the healthcare team, my techs, my CNAs, my phlebotomists, my transporters, all the peeps that keep the hospital running. And we can't forget about security. <laughs> so just like about every nurse in the U.S., um, I follow Nurse Erica and she's amazing. Um, she read a letter by a nurse. Her name is Tristan Kate Smith. She was 27 years old, no, 28 years old, and she unalived herself. I am going to link the letter um, if I can. I don't know what platform this is, but I will link it. Otherwise, you can probably just Google it. Um, I feel like that letter spoke to my soul. So this set me down a rabbit hole. I started researching what the nurse suicide rate is in the US and it was very difficult to find any information. I found a discussion paper, I'm gonna look off screen. Um, it's titled Nurse Suicide Breaking the Silence. Judy Davidson, DNPRN, lots of letters <laughs> after her name. I'm also gonna link this. But um, this was made January 8th, 2018. And I know it's been a couple years, but um, it was interesting to find um, a lot of points in her paper. I had to change that filter. My eyelashes were, bloop, 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 bloop. they were like jumping around. <laughs> so as I had stated, I couldn't find anything. And Miss Judy here um, also stated that, you know, it shows like firemen, it shows doctors, dentists, police officers, their suicide rate, but doesn't show anything about nurses. <clears throat> so that got me thinking. I was going to say that uh, I'm very fortunate to have not been affected by suicide in the workplace. Um, then it got me thinking, you were thinking crazy thoughts at one time. Um, in my earlier podcast, um, and it's actually the one of the main reasons why I developed the Newbie Nurse podcast is because I was at a point in my nursing career where I felt overwhelmed. I felt like I had a lot on my plate. I felt like the the staff and the management at the time did not have my back. And as I listened to the letter of Tristan Kate Smith, I couldn't help like think about like I have been in her shoes as well I remember like feeling like they're like pissing on my back and saying it's raining I remember giving my all I remember I felt like the more I gave the more hatred I received I felt at one point where it was just enough it was just like too much for me thankfully my guardian angels my my higher power my god he stopped me. He stopped me for going down that road. And, you know, they say like, okay, get help. And there was a lot of barriers to that because first of all, I'm in healthcare. And when, at least in Florida, when I renew my license, it states, have you had any mental illness? I'm like, well, who's going to answer that? Like, I mean, I hope you answer it truthfully, but what if you do have a mental illness? And they're like, you know what? You cannot be a nurse. <laughs> so like our company, they have a like phone number you can call and you can talk to someone. It's free. Um, but when I first called, 
they were like, what's your name? And I'm like, I thought this was anonymous. And I said, never mind. And I just hung up the phone. The number that I ended up texting was the suicide line. And I'll also link that. Um, and I like that I could text um, instead of like actually speaking to someone. I don't know what it was about that. Maybe I just, maybe the words coming out of my mouth. I didn't want to say it. And what's crazy is... After I released that episode, like a lot of my coworkers were like, oh my God, can I give you a hug? And it made me think like they had no idea. I mean, I don't know how people look at me. Um, and just reading these stories in that article that I've linked, they were talking about a girl. Her name is Penny. She was the manager. She was so happy. She was like a ray of sunshine. She like the perfect girl, white teeth, long California girl hair. And next thing you know like she unalived herself and they had no idea i guess she went into the pixis and got a medication and took it home with her you know and i hear stories like that and it's like you're you always think like what can i have done did i notice them did i miss something so if you notice someone at work where they just seem like they've changed they've seem like they've been different you know ask them like is everything okay like i just want to let you know you can talk to me um you know because Sometimes they just want to feel like somebody cares or maybe they don't even realize, you know, and and you just asking them that maybe that will help change, you know, like, wow, you know, maybe something is wrong with me, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we deal with a lot of shit. We deal with a lot of stress, you know, and I feel like sometimes like when we're stressed, like the patients feel the stress as well. And so like they get stressed and then it, it feels like, like a revolving door and then you just get more shit piled on you the point is try to find someone that you can trust you know i recommend someone like a professional um call those 1-800 numbers um that are provided to you through your corporation and they also like the where i work that that 1-800 number not only does it help me uh, but if any of my immediate family members they need assistance they also can call for for a therapy session over the phone the common link with the suicides that they have documented the common link is burnout it's burnout and it's not just nurses it's anybody in the healthcare for anybody you could be working at mcdonald's you can get burnt out and you just get to that point where you know you're like I'm done, I'm over it, you know. And you either have to take a vacation, take some time off. Maybe you can work in a different unit. You know, speak to your manager, let them know what's going on. It's okay to admit it. That's the first step, <laughs> you know, because you have people in your life that care about you and they want you to live a happy life. And if you were to do something like unalive yourself. You're going to leave so much guilt and anger and sadness behind. They are going to feel the guilt. They're going to feel like, why didn't I notice? What could I have done? You know, you really want to leave that for them? At least give them a chance to help you. From my healing journey, I have found that gratitude, it just spreads. Gratitude just gives me more things to be grateful for. And every morning before I open my eyes, I thank God. Thank you, God, for allowing me to live another day. Thank you, God, for this warm bed. Especially now, there's wars going on. People are dying. We are so lucky. We are so blessed that we can 
sleep on our pillows without bombs exploding outside of our house. You know, I don't even have kids, but I could just imagine the stress that would be if I if I was in another country and there was bombs and I had children and I'm trying to hide, I have nowhere to go, I have no money, I have no way of communication. That's fucking hell. You know, we are so blessed. We are stressed about the stupidest shit. And yes, I am passionate about this. <laughs> so I ranted a little bit. Um, everybody's entitled to their opinion. But I promise you, if you feel like you have nothing, I want you to just write down little things. It could be the oxygen in the air of what you're grateful for. It could be the sheets on your bed. Because there are people in this world that don't even have a bed. They sleep on the floor and they don't even have concrete or tile or wood or anything like that. They have dirt floors. So we are very blessed. All right, newbies, I hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, treat people how you want to be treated because what you put into this world is what you're going to get out of it. Have a great day. Newbies, if you could please um, like, share, follow the podcast, that would be awesome. I am so grateful to have this platform and... I am so thankful. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen.